0: it's refreshing to hear how companies are using their platform to share messages and support causes that are making an impact in the lives of people every single day. In episode 20 of the Golden Voices podcast, Ty and Laura sit down with the owners of Tiny Turnip. Rachel and Jalen are making waves with their company's campaign, Catch a Cure. Follow along on this episode and find out how Catch a Cure is supporting children who are fighting cancer. Hi, I'm Ty. And I'm Laura. And we're Cancer Cancer. Moms. We will be discussing the ins and outs of what to expect on the wild ride we call childhood cancer.
1: Join us twice a month as we share stories of hope, inspiration, hear testimonies from families and healthcare professionals, and discuss the amazing people and organizations who help cancer families every
0: day. We We are are the ladies ladies of of Golden Voices. Voices. If you love the Golden Voices podcast, you can support the Golden Voices podcast by visiting their website at www.bridgesofgold.com backslash podcast and click on the button that says support our podcast. Hey Ty. Hi Laura, how are
1: you? I'm great. Once again, great to be here. We're recording on a Wednesday
0: morning, so this is kind of fun for us midweek. Yeah, it's a little different kind of during the week, but it was so great to have Jalen and Rachel be able to join us from Tiny Turnip. So please welcome Jalen and Rachel to the show. Hey guys.
1: So you guys are joining us from a couple parts of the country right now. Where are you guys both calling in from today? I'm calling in from San Clemente, California.
0: I am calling in from Scottsdale, Arizona. So nice to be able to have Rachel and Jalen join us. And I guess it's been a few months now, back in September of 2020, we had come across your guys's line that you have produced through your company, Tiny Turnip, called Catch with a Cure. And so for Laura and I to see businesses and people in different organizations supporting childhood cancer is something really near and dear to our heart. And so we were so excited about this and we thought what would be a better way to have Rachel and Jalen come on to the show and to tell us, you know, a little bit more about their company and what they're doing. But I would first love to hear from Rachel and Jalen a little bit about themselves and how they got to, you know, coming up with this tiny turnip brand, which is fantastic. I love everything about it. Their mission is cultivating a lifelong love of sports in every child. And I know for our family, this is something that hits really close to home. I played college softball and softball my entire life. And then my husband, Kellen, has played baseball and has now been coaching at Western Oregon University for the last 15 years. So baseball is something so close to us. And it was just seemed like the perfect connection. And I was really excited to tell Laura about the catch with a cure Campaign that you guys had started, and so I'm so glad that you guys are here. So tell us a little bit about you and and how Tiny Turnip came about, and uh, what you guys are hoping to do with this campaign.
2: I always loved art and drawing, and ever since I was little, that's what I wanted to be when I grew up—an artist. And people would always ask, "Well, what are you going to do for your real job?" <laughs> you know, but like, so stick with your dreams would be my, you know, my advice to people, but basically i became friends with a girl whose husband played in major league baseball back in 2005 and she said you need to put some of your art on shirts and clothing for the wives and children of major league baseball there's nothing for them to wear and so i just created a little character for her daughter and a baseball and she loved it wore it to the games and it just kind of grew organically that way where the wives of Major League Baseball just kind of took on Tiny to turn up, and we would create artwork together and we just kind of grew from team to team. Her husband went to go play for the Red Sox and then the Red Sox were the first team to put in like a team order for all of their players. And we just kind of grew very organically that way, just through relationship.
3: And then in 2012, I found Tiny Turnup the same way others did, and I've always enjoyed like designing clothes. My sister was a designer as well for a leotard company, and I used to help her do like the rhinestoning and the designing of it, and we had a lot of fun together. And in 2012, we were expecting our first child, Braylon, and. The wives threw a baby shower for me and a couple of the gifts were from tiny turnip and I immediately fell in love. And I was like, well, I need this contact because now I want to get my own stuff. And I became a lifelong fan and customer of tiny turnip. And then... We just kept having kids. So four kids later, I got approached by MLB and everything. And a lot of the fans always are like, we want what your kids wear. Like you do such a good job designing. And it just like was really in my heart to maybe do something like that. And I never hesitated to partner with Rachel and Tiny Turnip because they've been a part of our family. And I just love what the company stood for and still stands for. And that's kind of how I came about to Tiny Turnip. And I joined on to be part of the company about a year and a half ago. And I'm following my dreams as well, as Rachel said, and I'm honoring my late sister. And I feel she's so proud of me for doing this. And when the pandemic hit, there was no baseball. And so Rachel and I had always talked about giving back. And that was like a huge part of our hearts. And we thought let's collab with some of the wives and do causes near and dear to their hearts and find a way to give back to the community because it's super important to us and we started with one for adoption, and then mental health one. And it kind of like snowball effect where people started seeing what we were doing. And that's how the catch a cure one came about. Rady's Children's Hospital asked us if we would create an artwork for September pediatric cancer awareness month. And pediatric cancer is really close to my heart. Um, My twin sister lost a niece who was like my niece um, at a year old to pediatric cancer. And a girl we did gymnastics with her name is is Bree Rowan. She does a lot in San Diego and she lost her first daughter at two years old to cancer. So it's always hit way too close to home for us. We've always been involved in it. We do a lot of things that donate to pediatric cancer. And I know the theme is usually go gold and Rachel and I had been on the phone designing together and I was like gold gold a gold glove just like in baseball you need the best defense out on the field those kids need the best defense the best doctors the best nurses the best families to go through this fight with them and it just all started coming together and Rachel thought of like doing all like the words of that are laced into the stitching on the bottom and then we did the gold ribbon logos stitched at the top. And we thought like catch a cure, like we would all love to see a cure someday for these kids and the families that have to go through the trauma of this. And it's been a really inspiring campaign. And we look forward to keeping it going and raise as much as we can well we certainly
1: as moms here with you of pediatric cancer children who are currently classified in that no evidence of disease we call them kind of ned kids we're we're happy to sit in this no evidence of disease category, Ty and I are experiencing getting to meet people and to hear about the amazing work that you guys are doing. And I love the Catch a Cure campaign. When that came out last year, we were just so excited about it. And I think that the the amount of money raised and the efforts put towards just that and the focus and on a large scale where you guys have, you know, major league baseball behind you, and then all of the families that you touch and I think, you know, a strong women's campaign, just, it speaks volumes to the work that you're doing and we appreciate it on a personal level and as a, on a global level so it's great stuff
3: thank you and I know rachel's always had it in her heart to do this as much as I have and you'd be surprised and sad to know and understand a lot of players and their families have been affected by this personally and I think that's how we gain so much support and even if you haven't been in contact or know someone that's dealt with pediatric cancer maybe just cancer and it Hits home for too many people. And we're really proud of the campaign and what it's done so far. And I know Rady's children and people all over have been touched by it. I think just the outpouring of
2: the different players and their families getting on board and, you know, just wearing the shirts, getting mugs, you know, just kind of showing and taking pictures and posting them on their social media, you know, and interacting with the patients and the children going through cancer right now, just a huge impact, you know, seeing the comments and just that kind of thing where we got relationships with people going through this right now who interact with our brand and you know, and that kind of thing where for us, it's always been more and clothing, it's been, it's more relationships. And um, so we're just very grateful that we have a platform that we can use and kind of be creative at the same time while we're helping and loving on other people.
1: Amen. Can you tell us a little bit about the tiny turnip name?
2: Tiny turnip. Well, it's the, it's a cute looking vegetable (laughs) that nobody eats (laughs) unless you're like from Europe (laughs) But it's, so I thought, you know, tiny turnip, a cute name, but turnips, if you know anything about them, they're very hardy too. So the one thing is, is we're not like peas and carrots. We want to have, you know, turnips, you would have to special order something kind of rare. You don't find them in every restaurant. And then the other thing is they are, they're, party. And I don't know if you've ever heard of the turnip winter, anybody? No, tell me more. <laughs> a little history lesson here is in Germany during the war in like the 1914s. they were having a potato famine and all the potatoes were destroyed and it was a really cold winter. So the people just started eating turnips were the one thing that could survive the winter. And normally they were for deer, they were deer food and that kind of thing. But the people just they ate them and they started doing like the turnip soups and the turnip, you know, like putting them in everything. And it basically kept the people alive throughout the winter. And I just kind of feel like that is kind of what tiny turnip is, you know, we've made it through, you know, 2008 recession, like when my family in particular, my husband's in the mortgage industry, and that was a really tough time. And that's kind of when tiny turnip really started growing within the baseball world and my clients. And it was kind of like the, my little hobby job started to be like a real job. And, um, you know, God just really provided. And I feel like now tiny turnip is still providing for people, be it relationships, be it quality apparel that they can wear and that is special to them. So we just, want to continue to, you know, use tiny turnip to just bless people's lives. I love it.
0: I do too. I think it's so wonderful. And Rachel, you keep mentioning this word relationships and that is one thing for both Laura and I on this journey. And moving forward, as we meet so many wonderful people, we meet families, we meet people who are, you know, starting organizations or already have organizations. But that is one big key part for us is relationships. And we know personally how important these relationships are, especially within the childhood cancer group itself. I mean, I think without, you know, your loving support of your family and your friends, but then you get this just unbelievable amount of support is coming from people. Sometimes you don't even know. And you're like, oh my gosh, how did these people, you know, like start following for instance, like Lucy or Max journey. And then just, understanding, you know, um, what that support for you actually means. And I, I just, I love that you just keep saying relationships because I think our podcast gives people a little bit more in depth of like what, you know, people are out there doing to help childhood cancer and being able to understand that these are real people they really do care about the work that they're doing and that they care about, you know, our families who are going through this fight and just having that extra support along the way is so meaningful for our families. So we want to thank you and Jalen for the work that you're doing, you know, at Tiny Turnip. And I know you guys are supporting a lot of different causes, which is fantastic. But of course, Laura and I are always a little bit partial to childhood cancer because that seems to be our road and, and what we're doing. But I want to thank you for really making it a priority to build these these relationships, to let people know you're there and to not be afraid to interact and be a normal human being with these people and really making those special connections. I think when people listen and hear you talk about your brand and talk about the things that you guys are supporting, it really gives people that genuine feel who is behind this company and what they really stand for. So I want to thank you and Jalen for that. And I know that the relationship piece is just so big for Laura and I. So we are so grateful, you know, to have both you and uh, Rachel and Jalen here on the show with us to talk about tiny turnips. So I just wanted to thank you for that. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. I think that you know, we're at this year mark of being into this pandemic. And I mean, I just think about, you know, where all of us are, where we were a year ago, and where we are now. And I think in terms of business owners, especially how you guys have had to adjust in this last year. And I think that the reflection a year later, there's so many silver linings that have come from it, you know, that we can usually only see in hindsight, but that you guys have really, you know, in the midst of halfway through this pandemic coming up on September, kind of the Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, how you guys really kind of pivoted your, you know, what are you guys going to do? Major League Baseball's shut down. You know, I mean, this is hadn't happened in, in a good 50 years for very different reasons. And how you talked about, you know, having, you know, survived 2008 crises, really having to kind of adapt your business model and how you guys survived that and are where you are now.
3: I think um, what made it really unique and special was we've always wanted to do the giving back part. And with baseball season and everything, it's usually so busy. And it was just a time to slow down and focus on something that we've always wanted to focus on. And that was giving back in a time of so much need that we could be there for those people that needed something beyond sports, beyond baseball and just focus on causes that really need attention and awareness and we really loved the opportunity to continue our brand and what we are about during that difficult time and I think it just allowed us to show more of what Tiny Turnip is about. Beyond just MLB licensed and sports clothing, it's really about the relationships that Rachel spoke about. And that time just allowed us to truly and genuinely bring that out and focus on that. And it was really special and it's something we're doing moving forward. And we're actually getting really, really excited about our next campaign and what it stands for.
1: Well, we were going to ask about kind of what lies ahead for you guys. But I think it's really that reflection piece of we have so many ideas and so many things that we always want to do. And then before we know it, the time flies by. And I think that this last year there was such focus on, you know, staying home, slowing down, reflecting that what an opportunity that provided you guys to really shift and do what you've always wanted to do and how many people have been blessed by you guys being able to do that. So that's exciting. So tell us what you guys have kind of on tap next.
3: I think we are going to let this come out when it does and keep it a surprise. Absolutely. But we are really, really excited because I think it's going to hit people nationwide and we're very proud of it.
2: And
0: yeah, so
3: you'll just have to be on the lookout. We'll be there it's really exciting.
0: Um, I know September is still a few months away. Is this campaign catch a cure? Is that still going to be a campaign that'll run, you know, year round that um, you guys will keep bringing awareness to childhood cancer, but then to some of your other causes too, or will you just kind of highlight those campaigns during those specific months or kind of what, what do you guys see with those campaigns moving forward?
2: I think that we're going to keep the campaigns going You know, at first we were kind of, you know, we'll we'll do this campaign and then the next one. But what we found is they overlie each other. And sometimes people who are affected by cancer are also affected by depression and loneliness and sadness and despair. And so that kind of hits into the whole mental health issues. And then as with adoption, you know, people need homes and people who are adopted or looking for children or aren't able to have children can also be affected by, you know, mental health issues, as well as their adopted children can have cancer, or they can lose children to cancer and adopt other children. So it's, it's kind of, I guess, a life story, right, where things are happening all the time. And so we kind of feel like, as we launch these different campaigns, people are then introduced to our other campaigns, which may also like them as well.
1: Yeah, it all just dovetails perfectly together. But I think that certainly, personally and professionally, you know, the mental health piece, I think it's hard to extrapolate out of that, because I think it's so pervasive. And it's, something that it's important that we continue to talk about and continues to be in the forefront of conversations because it is so prevalent. And again, coming off of an extremely difficult year where we're seeing rises in numbers. And, and certainly we know that, I mean, personally, we know that impact in the childhood cancer world. And so I think that that's absolutely important. You know, I just wanted to go back a little bit when you were founding a Tiny turnup what did you have in mind in terms of kind of that giving back? How did you envision you're like, okay, I'm going to combine my art in this love of kind of design and, and clothing and retail, but I also want to give back.
2: I think for me, it's just always been a part of my life. My dad is a pastor. He was a pastor for 41 years. My mom grew up in the mission field. My grandparents, my aunt is in healthcare in you know, Africa and Kenya. And my brother is in Wales. He works with youth in Eastern European countries. And then my brother went to China. So it's kind of like, look at me like I'm just here doing art, you know, I my mom, I'm like, everyone's doing these things. And I guess I've just always been taught that God puts you in a place for a reason and that you flourish where you're at. And I guess for me, I feel like every day you should be giving and you should be doing something to give back to other people. And um, that's why we're here. I just (laughs) always felt like, drawing with my was with the gift that God gave me. And I just wanted to use it to have an impact
1: on other people. Wow. Well, using your gift, you are how wonderful.
3: And it's something that's always been in Brandon, we always find different ways to give back and u- unique ways to give back to causes that need, you know, special and unique attention. And just been part of our nature always. So, we run baseball camps to a year where we donate our time and every single penny made to different charities that that need attention as well. So, it's just part of our nature, it's part of who we are and it's part of Tiny Turnup and it's been such a blessing. And I think that you guys
1: are in such an amazing position to be able to to do this and to influence so many people, and I think that so many people even cast that wide net and be so impactful on so many people, and so we're just excited to see what's coming coming down the road.
0: So Rachel, would you tell us tell our listeners where they can find Tiny turnip and where they can go to support? You know, especially in our cancer world, Catch a Cure. But I think along the way they're going to be able to find some other wonderful causes that you guys are supporting, and we have already mentioned in this is that they'll probably be able to relate to those causes as well and be able to check out all the really great things that you guys are doing. So where can we send everyone?
2: Um, To our website, it's tinyturnup.com, And they can follow us on Instagram. That's kind of where we interact. And we'd love to have them just be a part of our
1: story. And we'd like to get to know them as well. Excellent. And your Instagram, we can find you at?
0: Tiny Turnip.
1: Great. Thanks, Jalen. Excellent.
0: So the one other thing that we wanted to discuss really quick that I know that this tugged at my heart for sure, and I'm sure it tugged at Laura's heart. And when we first saw the Catch a Cure campaign, we instantly thought about our friend Jack. Our friend Jack was a brave warrior who fought osteosarcoma. But what kind of made a little connection was that Jack got to how one of his final wishes is he was a huge Giants fan and he really wanted to be able to make it down to San Francisco but i'm not sure like with scheduling wise that didn't end up happening so they ended up flying jack and his mom and i think all of his siblings went as well and they went down to dodger stadium and the giants were playing the dodgers which we know is a big rivalry between you know those two teams but they gave him a first class experience and i remember the photos that tammy had shared with all of us and that we got to see and i do remember one of the pictures being with Brandon. And I know that those memories were something that Tammy continues to share today, but I remember when I was listening to you um, in a video, I think it was with Brandon and you guys were talking about, you know, this new campaign, Catch a Cure. You mentioned this special bulletin board and this special bulletin board that you said that you had in your home and that it had pictures of other cancer warriors. And this was a piece that was obviously something near and dear to you. I was wondering, Dylan, if you might, you know, share a little bit more about that bulletin board and, and what that means. And, you know, how do you talk about this bulletin board when people ask about it?
3: Um, it's something that we started just because it's those kids are our heroes and they live in our hearts at all times. And just what they have to go through is so unfair. And we started it as like an inspiration to us to start our days that no matter how hard a day is, there's people fighting a fight that's beyond what we are. And we're so grateful to have our health and four healthy children. And we just want to fight for those kids and families that aren't as fortunate as we are right now. And they are kind of our true heroes that just give us daily inspiration. And one was the niece I told you about. Another one was the gymnast one. And we've met a couple through the baseball world. And one that's living cancer free, and I get to talk to him every time he goes in for his scans, and every time they're clear, we just get chills and, you know, happiness. And I got to bring him to a game, and we get to touch so many lives with our platform, and we'll never stop fighting for the families of pediatric cancer and the ones going through it now, the ones that will go through it later and the ones that have lost their battle. So that bulletin board is just our daily reminder of these heroes of ours.
1: Wow. What, I mean, I'm kind of speechless. And I think that what a gift to give your children,
3: because
1: I mean, as we know, a lot of people, you can choose to talk about it, or you can choose to kind of put your head in the sand because that's way easier and shield your kids from the Scary things out there. And I think talking about it, then, you know, it may still be scary, but it becomes real. And then you talk about the celebrations and you talk about the difficulties, but what a gift you're giving your children. And we know personally just how, how much this impacted our friend Jack, who's no longer here, but Tammy and his mom and their family. And so that's pretty special kind of on a personal level for us. And then just kind of globally, that's what a gift that you're giving not only your kids, but everybody else whose lives you guys touch and pretty inspiring.
3: Well, thank you. And thank you so much for having us on today and helping us spread more awareness and tell people more about tiny Turnup. Yeah, we
1: are big fans and um, are really, again, looking forward to what else is coming from you guys. So can't wait. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for being here today. We appreciate your time and enjoy hopefully the sun where you guys are. And we look forward to catching up with you guys the next time. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Thank you guys. (laughs) Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the golden voices podcast for all the up-to-date Golden Voices Podcast news, please visit our website at www.bridgesatgold.com backslash podcast. And if you like today's episode, we would love for you to leave us a review. Thanks for always supporting the Golden Voices Podcast. And as we always say, together we are stronger.